was that that thing that just happened to me a love tap or a massive cannonball? Hello and welcome back to the Loved As You Are podcast with me, Gretchen Crowder, and Happy Easter. Over this past Easter weekend, my whole family except me was sick with a cold, and so we did a lot of sitting around instead of the usual celebrating. To be honest, it kind of sucked, but it ended up giving me a fair amount of time to think more about what I wanted this podcast to be and what I wanted episodes to look like. I was running about the 10th or so errand around town this weekend, picking up groceries and medicine and Easter basket things, and I found that the words love tap or massive cannonball kept reverberating in my head as I thought about the stories and the quotes and the things I wanted to share with you in these episodes. The use of the word cannonball, more precisely a cannonball moment, to describe events in our lives that alter our course, that literally or figuratively knock our feet out from under us, is a very Ignatian phrase. It's a very Ignatian phrase because St. Ignatius literally had a cannonball knock his feet out from under him. And it was that moment that changed everything, not only for him, but for all of us who would be affected by his work over the next 500 years and counting. Right before this life-altering moment, Ignatius believed he had a clear idea of who he was and who he wanted to be. He believed wholeheartedly he knew what he was going to do with his life. He had everything all laid out. He had, in a very 2023 type of way, manifested his eventual success as a great and handsome knight. But then he found himself on an actual battlefield. And instead of having the great success he had imagined, he was outnumbered and losing miserably. And in the midst of a very clear and upcoming defeat, a cannonball literally knocked his legs out from under him. I find that these moments when I literally or figuratively have my legs knocked out from under me are the times when I most question this love that God has for me, this idea that God loves me as I am. Because I usually find myself wondering, if God loved me so much, why am I here, lying on a battlefield, broken? A long time ago, I used to have this way of looking at these moments that made sense to me at the time. I would rationalize that I'm such a stubborn person, that I can be so closed off to what people, God, myself, are all telling me to do, that unless I literally get knocked off my feet, I may not make a move when I need to. And so I used to say after yet another one of my massive cannonball moments, okay, God, maybe you did do this. In fact, I could almost imagine God saying, I'm so tired of her not listening that I'm going to make it crystal clear that what she's doing is not working. Then maybe she'll finally listen to me. That way of thinking made so much sense to me for so long. I rationalized that God knew me so well that God knew I would only respond to very bold and very in-your-face requests. It wasn't until recently that I realized I don't really believe that. 
I don't really believe that God knocks me off my feet because I won't listen. Instead, I believe that life knocks me off my feet sometimes. Perhaps because I won't listen, but perhaps just because of an accumulation of all the things that human beings are and do to one another, because of the humanity of those around me and my own humanity as well, what their decisions were, what my decisions were, what nature has done, they just all kind of combine in a messed up, perfect way, and then this thing, this massive cannonball, it just happened. So what I've come to believe about God's role in these massive cannonball moments is that when I'm knocked off my feet, when I'm lying on the battlefield broken, instead of having any hand in the brokenness, God is just lying down right beside me. The truth is, I don't believe in a God that wants to test me or get me to wake up in a way that hurts me. Instead, I believe that when I am hurt, when I am broken, When I am down for the count, God is hurting right alongside of me. If anything, this past week of remembering Jesus' journey to the cross has only solidified my belief that when we hurt, God hurts with us. And in in that moment, in the moment where life is knocking me off my feet and causing me tremendous pain, in that massive cannonball moment, God is simultaneously putting a hand gently on my shoulder, literally giving me a love tap that says, I'm here. And this, this right here, this moment, it's not the end. There is more ahead. And even though you can't see it right now, and even though now is not actually the time for me to show it all to you, I want you to know in this moment when you are broken and when you can't feel anything or see anything but the pain or the grief, I love you in this moment as you are. I imagine God going on to say, I'm not focused on the whys, the whats, the hows, the causes, the solutions, the could-have-beens, or the should-have-beens. Instead, I'm just loving you as you are in this moment, and I am here to walk forward with you when you are ready. There's this wonderful quote from a theologian named Henry Nouwen, who is another great spiritual writer and speaker who died way too soon. He wrote, When we honestly ask ourselves which persons in our lives mean the most to us, we often find that it is those who, instead of giving much advice, solutions, or cures, have chosen rather to share our pain and touch our wounds with a gentle and tender hand. The friend who can be silent with us in a moment of despair or confusion, who can stay with us in an hour of grief and bereavement, who can tolerate not knowing, not curing, not healing, and face with us the reality of our powerlessness. That is a friend who cares. When I read this quote long ago, I thought, yeah, this is the kind of friend I want. This is the kind of friend I also want to strive to be. But I never really considered back then that this is actually the type of friend God is to me. 
St. Ignatius taught that we should talk to God like God was our friend. In our prayer to God, we should consider ourselves having a conversation like one friend to another. He focused on the idea that we are in a constant relationship with God, a deep and meaningful friendship with God. So now when I look at this quote that describes so well for me what I want a friend to be in those massive cannonball moments, it makes sense to me that this is ultimately who God is for us. I'll read the quote again and consider this a description of God as the ultimate friend. When we honestly ask ourselves which persons in our lives mean the most to us, we often find that it is those who, instead of giving much advice, solutions, or cures, have chosen rather to share our pain and touch our wounds with a gentle and tender hand. The friend who can be silent with us in a moment of despair or confusion, who can stay with us in an hour of grief and bereavement, who can tolerate not knowing, not curing, not healing, and face with us the reality of our powerlessness, that is the friend who cares. That is the friend who cares. That is a friend who loves us as we are. In this podcast, I hope to share stories, my own stories and the stories of others that demonstrate this dichotomy between our massive cannonballs and the love taps from God. When the cannonball hits, love never fails to tap us on the shoulder. Do you have a story of a cannonball moment where you were able to feel God's presence despite the destruction? What came of that moment and how did it help you understand that you are loved as you are, no matter what? Want to share that story on this podcast to help others recognize the love taps God offers in their own life? If so, email me at lovedasyouarepod at gmail.com. Thank you all for joining me today on Loved As You Are, an Ignatian podcast. Join me next time as I explain another type of episode I hope to bring to you as well. If you like this podcast, subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to have your feedback and be able to continue to move this podcast in a direction that is valuable for you. You can also follow everything related to this podcast at lovedasyouarepod on Instagram and at gretchencrowder.com slash lovedasyouarepodcast. Links to both are in the show notes. Thank you for joining me today. And until next time, remember to be who you are, because that's exactly who God wants you to be.